Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast, the Husker Fan Sports Show. Welcome to the Go Big Redcast. I'm your host, David Gaspers, and I'm with Boomer. Well, I'm just glad to be here, Dave, because after four years of just kind of tagging you, we're actually able to tackle real issues here on the Redcast, so we're... That's right. It's all about tackling. Uh, we're not just uh, tapping or anything like that. I'm also with Redcast Rob. Um I'm I'm sorry, Dave. Could you could you repeat the question that you just asked? Because um, I, I I really I don't listen to those things, and and I'd really like to know exactly what it is you said. Um, because um, yeah, I'm gonna just have to work with you guys on that and make sure that that's not exactly how um, you're handling those those interviews. <laughs> Rob, you always befuddle me, and it's probably because I didn't listen to uh, the press conference yet today. I didn't hear some uh some chatter about it but mickey had a press conference and are you alluding to that i am um so you know (laughs) one of the things that the media seems to be doing a lot of right now uh and i don't even really want to get into this but there are certain guys in the media media um where it seems like they keep trying to ask mickey questions to trip him up in his press conference and just I don't know if it's to embarrass him or if they just think that this has just become more of a joke than it is like on the surface or whatever it is. But, you know, one of the players over the weekend said something alluding to the fact that they weren't tackling in practice the last four years. Miles Farmer. Miles Farmer. Thank you. And so and Mickey basically came out and said, look, I don't listen to any of that crap. Like I got so much more going on right now. I don't know what these players are saying, but if that's what they're saying, then I need to go back and talk to them about how to handle these pressers better and and make sure that they're not well, saying true. things like this. And that's true, you know, and, but, and I mean, not to try to like the woe is me attitude that, that I'm just not trying to put, but Mickey has so much on his plate right now, right? Like all of a sudden, like he's the head coach of this team. And there is a lot that he is taking on just out of the blue because of just the way this whole situation has gone down in the beginning of the season. It's a lot. And so, yeah, he's going to have to address things like that with the players. What bothers me the most about it is just how it feels in a lot of ways, how the me- that the media is just trying to pile on. And that just bothers me because it's just, it's classless. I, you know, yeah, it's interesting. I, did, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't know if I, I guess I didn't listen to the interview. So I, I, I or the, the presser. I mean, I did hear the Miles Farmer. And, and that's just, I think Mickey's done really good job with, with these, these pressers. I mean, and you know, I mean, I've never been a big fan of the press conferences because if if they go as planned, they don't really tell you a whole lot. It's only when they don't go as planned that that it makes the headlines. Um, and so, uh, 
you know, and, and this wasn't even a headline, really, because because you're right. Mickey's been handling it about as good as you can possibly handle it. Um, I've I've been loving the press conferences this year for whatever reason. I I don't know why I've been, but I really in reality, you're a sick and demented of, person, Rob. I am. I've been why. going out of my way to watch and listen to every single one this year, um, uh, like live, real time, uh. um, and. Yeah, he's been handling great. And the best part about it is when uh, Sam McEwen asked him that question, he kind of threw it right back at him. and was like, I don't know, Sam, why don't you tell me what he said again? You know, kind of like, you know, oh, you want to you want to ask me a question? I mean, I think it's a legitimate question by Sam. I mean, and it's a legitimate answer by Mickey. I think from what you're describing to me, it's a totally fair exchange. I mean, it's fair to ask. You know, what do you think about a, your players saying that you haven't been tackling in practice for, for four years? And Mickey's saying, hey, you know, it's probably it sounds like he's probably saying, hey, that's not really completely the, the truth. And I need to, to get those guys to be better prepared for going up in front of the mic, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, what Miles Farmer was saying probably was emotional to some degree um, at, at the end of the Oklahoma game. It's always a tough situation to have those type of, um, you know, questions to, to players who just – we're out there for three to four hours, um, giving it their all. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I'm not going to know. A big deal I just feel it. like there's so many better football questions they can be asking that don't sound so snarky, I guess is the best way to put it. Like there are, there are like legitimate questions you could be asking this guy about like his, his plan moving forward with this football team. Right. And instead they're trying to like talk to him about things that happened in the past. And that and and while I get it, and there's kind of like this culture that's kind of developed with Nebraska, and our media is a lot different than a lot of other media around the country. I guess at this point right now, it's just I just want to move on, man. I just you know we got, we got eight games left this year, nine games left this year because we're still going to make a bowl, and you know it's like in Indiana in two weeks cool we got we got the Huskers playing the Huskers this week. That's what Mickey said. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Well, I mean the media. Our stop uh, yeah. sign I mean, is the Huskers right now, and after so, that, our stop sign is Indiana. So, uh, Boomer, I, I mean, I guess I, I, I hear Rob, and I get it, Rob. Uh, I fan differently than you. I don't, and that's fair. That's all right. It's okay that we're different fans. It's not a big deal. Um, but, but Boomer, I mean, the Oklahoma game obviously was a pretty disappointing outcome. Um, it was a fun start. Um, that was awesome. We got we got off the field defensively. Uh, offense came out and uh, dropped seven. Uh, nice pass from Casey Thompson to Trey Palmer, um, but they couldn't re- really replicate that for, for the next 12 drives. And ultimately, Oklahoma uh, definitely um, answered back emphatically. And I think it was at, what, 35-7 and a half and ultimately won 49-14. Your, your thoughts on the game? Uh, you, you had it pegged, right, Dave? It was fun for about a half quarter and then it just, you could see it slipping away and then it just went off the rails there in that second quarter. There was no coming back from it. And it, it was, it, it brought a lot of reality to the season. It's just how far behind they are in certain aspects. Just, you know, we'd, we'd had questions about the defense and man, they certainly, you know, struggled in this game just like they did the last couple of weeks. And it, it brought it to full bear here. I think it brought a lot of the issues on the O line, you know, to complete fruition. You know, we we knew there were problems, and you know, when Prohaska goes down and you got to shuffle people around again, and you're already shorthanded on that line, you know, it exposed that there's a lot of issues there that have to be fixed going forward with all Power Five opponents, you know, coming up here. There's no more Georgia Southerns or North Dakotas to play, so there was a lot of that, and you know, it raised some other questions I've, I've had all season. You know, one is what? Why do we always look so good on opening drives? 
and then it just completely evaporates. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, a great, I don't understand great why that is. It just script a whole game, maybe. I don't know, but yeah. I, That's actually gone from OC to OC, right? Scott Frost yeah. is very good at it. Yeah. Whipple Everybody apparently is very good at, it. good at it. And it just, there's just something about that first drive that works great. And then something goes off the rails. I don't know what it was. Even the second drive wasn't terrible in the game. They had a chance to convert that third down. You know, the pass was kind of their receiver just a bit out of place. There were, there were things there that could have been done. And, but I, I don't know if they could have kept up with Oklahoma, you know, regardless of what they did, just a lot of deficiencies there. And I know one of the things that, uh, you know, Mickey mentioned in the press conferences, he kind of wished he would have, you know, flipped the offensive script a bit and instead tried to play ball control. You know, we mentioned that in our text thread when we were watching yep. the game. You know, that maybe we, we sure were did. Yeah, trying to go too fast. We're at not this. alone. And yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if that would have ultimately won the game. I you know, Oklahoma would have kept their starters in longer, but, you know, may have cut down on their possessions. And it doesn't do any good if your offense is going three and out anyway. If you're not getting first downs, you can't limit a whole lot of possessions. Yeah, you know, yeah even if no, you are, that's a yeah. good point. So um, I, we, we weren't getting a run game established. I just – that was not their – you know, in the first half against their starters for whatever reason. We just, you know, Anthony Grant never quite got going. And it was just hard all around for that team. They So I, I don't know if any change in, in the offensive strategy would have helped ultimately. But Yeah, know. I mean, I, I really – I'd be curious on that because, I mean, to your point, I mean, they didn't really convert enough uh, third downs to actually play a slow game. Uh, but it is interesting that, I mean, he, he admitted that um, – just in the sense that they clearly they they played a slow game last year, very intentionally. They limited the amount of possessions the Oklahoma had last year. Uh, Sean Beckton's still on the staff. He could have clearly told Mickey, "Hey, I mean, this worked last year. Do you want to try to do it again?" Um, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. Um, maybe they um, felt like with um, you know the coaching change and just trying to capture that energy would be best just to let it fly and, and see where it went. Um, but it just it wasn't meant to be. But you know what? Um, they, they've got two weeks to try to, to rebuild here. Um, before we go to sponsors, uh, which Rob, I'll let you read here in just a second. Mm-hmm. Just really one more thing, and then we're going to turn it forward and, and be more positive is obviously, uh, um, you know, we learned that um, Eric Chenander has also been relieved of his duties. Um, you know, Scott and him kind of tied at the hip a little bit. And Chin's uh, honestly, everybody um, says that he's a really good guy and, you know, good to work with and um, is, um, you know, honest and, and communicative to, to the press corps and all that type of stuff. They all respected the guy. Ultimately had built a, a defense that got better over the four years. Um, maybe some of that's because the players were super seniors and really knew what the system was, but um, they're not giving up 500 yards of offense over the first, uh, you know, on average over the first four games. So, Rob, I mean, any any thoughts on on that? Is that going to make a difference, you think, going forward uh, against Indiana? I mean, I don't know. Well, how, are they going to change up the scheme? Are they going to, like, you know, switch to a three-man front? Hard to are do. going to start, like, playing? Yeah, it is going to be hard because they need the guys, right? Like, they, they need the dudes in there, and the dudes they they brought in are, are for something different. But – you know, I, I would say that uh, it would be interesting to see what kind of scheme they come in when when uh, Mickey was asked about that today. Um, he basically just said, look, I'm not going to talk a lot about that because, you know, it's something new we're going to be introducing. And so if I start talking about it with you, then, you know, it's just not something I'm prepared to do right now with with the media. So basically yeah, he was saying, like, look, what what you're going to see against Indiana is not going to be what you've seen against you know, the other four games that we've played. So that will be interesting. I, I, 
I, I don't know how he's going to do it. Are they going to like maybe come up with some more blitz packages? I mean, it would be nice to see him be able to defend a bubble screen here and there. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's like stop the run game. Like, what are they going to do? Um, he did mention that it, he kind of wishes and and that they got a lot more of like the younger kids in there to see what they bring because he feels like maybe maybe one of the things that they need to do and and talking and I'm going to say like going back to old school Nebraska football and something Tom Osborne told us was that one of the reasons they were so successful and so tough was because there was constantly competition among the walk-ons and the other kids and the guys that nobody thought were going to be starters and the way that they play because everyone believed they could be a starter on those teams right and right now it feels like there's a lot of guys who are like oh here's your starters these are the guys that are going to be playing let's see yeah, how they do i mean we've we've had a fair amount of walk-ons contribute i mean I'd, i don't disagree but i'm saying it it doesn't feel like i mean mickey kind of alluded to that in the com- in the in yeah the, well uh, let's, let's find out let's, so let's yeah find let's find out, out. i i mean it i'm is- asking Everything I'm saying is more of kind of like a giant question, right? Like that's Oh, so you don't know this. Oh, I, I, I don't know yet. Dave. You're just I, hypothetically speaking. I mean, I, I could I could yeah. tell you some of my inside information, but then I'd be revealing my sources and I No, no, that's that. all right. Yeah. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning into the 10th annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. Now back to our show. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Boomer, really quick, Bill Bush, um, who was our special teams coordinator, is now our defensive coordinator, which is actually somewhat concerning because special teams is ranked like 130th, and we really are – Open to see more of that, and and the the punter has been really good, and we haven't really seen the, the place kicker do a whole lot, and nope. return game still stinks. But um, Bush has been a defensive coordinator elsewhere, and has obviously worked with Mickey before, so maybe he brings in some to Rob's point, some different blitz packages, etc. Maybe the question I'll ask to you before we get to our promos is, um, it seems like they're they're not good right now on pass defense or run defense. It seems like entering into Big Ten play, you're going to need to choose one or the other, right? So it seems like if well, they have a change. No, I, you're right. Although Mickey did say when asked what kind of defense he wants today in the presser, he said he wants one that's good against the pass and against the run. So, I mean, there's your, there's your answer right there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I don't know. It's it's I don't know what you know, huge fundamental changes you can make. I mean, you're not going to totally rescheme the defense, I, you know, just in the, even in with this bye week um, like Mickey said in his press conference, they practice today. They're going to lift weights. I think uh, on Thursday, they get Friday and Saturday off, you know, they'll be back for their little walkout on Sunday and then, you know, they'll have Monday off again. So there's not a whole ton of practices and they're also, the coaches are going to be at recruiting, I think this week too, he said. So there's not going to be a ton of time to get, loads of fundamental changes made in there, but you may be right at at just at this stage in the game, Dave, that you just try to commit to stopping one or the other, you know, based on whatever team you're playing and just go against whatever they do well and hoping, you know, dare them to try to, to beat you. Otherwise, you know, Indiana, I I don't know exactly, but you know, Purdue doesn't run the ball. So just call out and try to defend the pass and see what the heck happens. Uh, you know, Rutgers, I don't know, you know, they're hey, the X factor, or not, but the X factor for Rutgers is that I'm going to be at that game. So, let's oh, see dear Lord, happens. that could be trouble. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah, well, I just I didn't maybe and some of it with defense is just get people lined up, 
you know, in the right slots. That that'll help. You know, just little little things like that. Just getting people in position. I you hate to be saying that that's still an issue. You know, a quarter of the way into your season, but it has oh, yeah. been, and that's something that needs to be fixed. So we'll see what happens yeah. there. Maybe they can get a few tweaks. Just try to get a few people in better positions, stop a few extra plays, and try to build on that. But hey. yeah, it's going to be hard to see a huge fundamental shift, even even with a bye yeah. week at this point. Yeah. So. All right, Rob, let's, uh, let's uh, talk about our sponsors and then uh, dive into Scarlet Colored Glasses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, I'd like to remind all of our listeners that uh, Hail Varsity, you can go to hailvarsity.com and put in the promo code REDCAST under hailvarsity.com backslash subscribe to receive a $10 discount on your first year subscription. Also, Alumni Hall, they have two Lincoln locations. Uh, in downtown on P Street and in South Point Pavilions uh, at 2910 Pine Lake Road. You can also go to www.alumnihall.com backslash Nebraska-Cornhuskers, and you can pick up all of your licensed Nebraska paraphernalia from them, as well as one of these cool Hawaiian shirts that you see me wearing there. Also, FSC Edge. Are you looking for a new job? Are you looking for a company that's a rapidly growing environment with competitive, stable history of over 20 years? You can check out their available jobs today at www.jobsatfsc.com. Next, this is my favorite. Go out and uh, reach out to Shane and Laura at Smack and Smooch for all of your custom Redcast gear, as well as if you are looking for anything for your company, company picnic, your family reunion. Hell, if you're just come up with a good idea for a really cool Husker shirt that doesn't break any of their licensing agreements, go and bring the idea to them and they will make those shirts for you. In fact, I'm wearing my Redcast shirt tonight as well as my Redcast hat because I love Shane. He's a great guy and he does a lot of good things for us. So, uh, you know, make sure that you check that out. You can also see here their War Daddy Up t-shirts is my favorite. Um, I wear it all the time to the gym and and let me tell you, man, the that the ladies come running. So it's absolutely fantastic. And Dave, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, our, our, uh, you know, with the, with the bet thing, the, the Yahoo pick them. Do you want to, do you want to talk oh, about that? Uh, well, you know, I, I, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Um, you, we are now closed for registration, uh, generally oh, speaking, okay. because, we are now um, into uh, week three of four, oh, actually, yeah. of the, the season. So um, you no longer can join um, the Go Big Redcast bets and be competitive to win unless you think you can handle a handicap. So, hey, if you're, you're a scratch golfer, I guess maybe you should join us still at the Yahoo Fantasy College Football Pick'em. So where where are you at currently in that? 5209. I'm not too concerned about it. I had a great week of bets, so I'm, I think I – Went eight and three this this week in my my bets. So I, mean, I don't I'm, know where I'm, am I. I'm twenty one and fourteen overall. I don't even know your team's name, quite frankly. So I, I'm probably, I don't know. Am I not Redcast Dave? Oh, you are Redcast Dave, and you are in twentieth of thirty eighth. And uh, Skip is tied with you. You're both twenty and eleven. Um, I'm actually in fourteenth place right now, so I'm beating both of you. Um, I'm twenty one and fourteen, so I don't really know how that works exactly. So by I'm at 60% correct, and I think you guys are closer to like, well, it says 65%. It's complicated. I don't really from... understand that. Average points, and they eliminate two of the weeks, and yeah. 
Yeah, we're we're not good at math here in the Redcast, except for Boomer. No, we didn't bring you on your math skills, Rob. Yeah, uh, I should bring my I should bring my <laughs> six year old down. She was teaching all they of do, her class math today, so they do eliminate the two weeks. So it is a little bit complicated. Trust me, they're scoring it correctly. Um, I believe, but it. anyway, of course they are because I'm so, I'm beating well, you guys at least. You're, 14th rob i wouldn't get too excited about that um as you know we are one short of the red cash right now uh honky is uh taking a little rest and recovery time he's taken the last uh, few weeks kind of hard um you know he was at the oklahoma game with mac and i'm sure that was always a just just a recipe for success um when they're down 35 to 7 i was with them well boomer you were too and we were down at, at norman and we were down by a similar score in the first quarter versus Oklahoma way back in 2008. So um, uh, hopefully he is on his uh, way back and maybe he'll join us in a, a, at least by the Indiana week. We'll see. Does your business need easy competitive financing for heavy machinery, trucks, or other equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best financing options for equipment, trucks, and other big ticket items. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance does the rest. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Go to gocurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and are arranged by Express Tech Financing LLC DBA Currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB054873. But um, for for now, let's let's, uh, jump in and put some scarlet colored glasses on, right, Rob? and talk all things Husker football. Uh, we're not just drinking Kool-Aid. We, we put the glasses on. And um, we want to have a little fun here and um, talk about a future Nebraska head football coach. And uh, there's been some gamification of this going on in local radio and I'm sure on Twitter, polls, all that type of stuff. But we came up with our own idea. I don't think anybody else is doing this. Um but uh, we are going to have a, a Go Big Redcast Fantasy Husker Football Coach Draft tonight. You guys ready? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, Rob, I've days, never been Dave. so excited in my entire life. I mean, I quit fantasy football altogether. And so here I am drafting coaches. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, I'm excited. I really am. I really am. You didn't quit the podcast, Rob. Hopefully, it'll give. Hopefully, um, it'll give uh, Tyler O'Connor in our comments something positive to say because I'm reading through some of the comments here. My lord, Tyler, step off the edge and just have some positivity in your life, buddy. Jeez. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Boomer, uh, I haven't really fully thought this through. uh, Well, that's the mantra uh, of the podcast, Dave. I mean, mean, you you guys let me on the podcast. I I mean, that's enough. Dave. Yeah. Definitely didn't think it through. Yeah. It's a good point, Rob. Yeah. Um, I got outvoted. What can I say? Um, I actually believe that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not true. Um, So the idea here is uh, we just want to get it right. Right. I I don't really care, but I want to throw a name out at some point on this show that actually is selected as the next uh, Nebraska head coach. Um, it, someone will be the Nebraska head coach, and, and let's see if we can get it right. So the idea here is we got four teams. Uh, Honky's going to be on auto draft uh, tonight, um, and uh, we'll just pick the best available from each of the positions. Uh, but Rob and Boomer uh, will go through some sort of snaking draft, and and maybe we're going to have some scoring. Ultimately, uh, to win the, the – the the league you obviously want to have the coach 
who is ultimately selected as the next head coach at the University of Nebraska. But we could have some fun, probably Boomer. I, I mean, I don't know. We could probably have a scoring system where, you know, if you um, a coach gets an extension, they get get some points. If they get a a, uh, a conversation with Trev, it's, it's worth even more, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah, if they're spotted, you know, at a local Hy-Vee or getting internet hooked up here in Lincoln, that should be an, an instant 50 that points. Be a, yeah, there's other ways we can go with this. Yeah, that could be a fun, uh, a fun system of scores here when we make this up halfway through the, through the through the whole process. So yeah, right. Well, I'll right. be making it up from the beginning. I don't know what you're talking. About. <laughs> um, and so uh, my my thought is. Uh, if there's four teams and we have 12 rounds, that's 48 names. And we can't get it right out of 48 names. We don't deserve to have our own podcast. Um, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take that back. We're still going to have a podcast, even if we don't get it right. But dang it, uh, we should get it right. Um, and uh, so my thought here is I've got a, a master list. I'm sure our listeners right now watching live. Um, have their own ideas uh, and maybe they have other names that they could throw out. We'd be happy to, to have additional names on, on this list. Um, but I've got actually two, two uh, slides here. One, uh, the first one we're looking at is NFL coaches thought here is that we would have to at least draft one of these uh, names. Um, and I, I had to stretch this a little bit to actually get some names up there that I thought were at least somewhat possible, or at least I've heard from some other source. Um then we have a, a larger category of established Power 5 coaches, maybe the most desirable uh, category you can find here. You're going to draft two of those names. Then you have new Power 5 coaches, so only been around maybe less than four years. Another two coming off of that list. And then uh, we've got the uh, group of five or below uh, coaches. Again, draft two out of those 17 names. Then we've got the top assistance category. Um which uh, has eight names. And then, you know, our, our lovely TV analysts or, hey, well, I'm just sitting this one out type a category where it's a coach that is currently not a head coach or an assistant. It's either working in TV or um, an analyst or something of that nature. That makes sense, guys? Absolutely. And I ran a randomizer, too, off to the side here while we were doing it, if you would like to hear the order of the draft picks, Dave. I thought you were good at math, Rob. And you hear you are running randomizers. I mean, what the I, heck? Well, it's just a Google search. An and I algorithm. Typed yeah, I typed in our names and hit a button, so it wasn't really difficult to do. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Um, so, so Boomer, Boomer has draft the, Boomer has the first pick. I am with pick number two. Dave is pick number three, and Honky is last. Which is funny because I wanted Honky to be last, and the randomizer picked him as last. So that's just the right <laughs> so very random, is what you're saying. So. Very well. There's only four of us, so odds were in all of our favors. Excellent. Boomer, is there any chance you could actually um, keep track of these picks so we can recap at the uh, end of this draft? Oh, there's always a chance. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we can. So, yep. Everybody oh, just on. remember your picks. How about you, that? Well, you, uh, I mean, you work in insurance, like, Boomer. You're really, really good at spreadsheets. So, yeah. so um, all right. So, we, we may not do the entire draft this week. Well, let's get a good start, get uh, several rounds in. And yeah. then um, we can uh, continue this as we will not have a new head coach until probably around December 1st, plus or minus. Um, that'd be my guess. So, um, all After right. And um, let's have some fun with this. Pick a name. If you want to give a justification or have a quick uh, uh, comment, we can do that. And um, let's see what we can do here. All right, guys, you ready? Yeah. 
Let's do it. Hearing draft mode. Boomer, you're on the clock. Who do is I have to pick first? from the NFL coaches block first, or can I pick from anyone? No, you no, pick whoever you want. Oh, I pick anyone so I want. You, you've all got, right. and I can go back between the slides if you want to see gotcha. all the names. But you so, just need to have that minimum number from each category. Gotcha. So you're building a roster of of, uh, of likely candidates for head coaches. coach. Well, I'm gonna. And you are, and yep. and the goal here, Boomer, to remind everyone listening, is to get the coach right. So you're trying to find the most likely candidates that you can find. Well, I think the easy choice here, well, not an easy, there's several easy choices, but I think one I want to get off the board right away in case things do go well is Mickey Joseph. He's here. He's a, there's going to be an opportunity for him to make a name. So why don't we get him off the board right away? We'll put him in my slot there. So. All right. Mickey Joseph first off the board. Way to go. Boomer. Old choice. I mean, he does have a high percentage because he is here, but he does have to win, has to prove his his case that he deserves that position. And uh, he's got the opportunity over the next eight games. All right, Rob, you number two? Yeah, I'm going to just go in my classic fantasy draft um, way that I've always done it is have somebody ready to go, and that's Lance Leipold. Um, I really, really like him. I like him based on the fact that he fit, checks all the boxes of everything that, that I talked about, that we talked about last week, as far as proven success at basically all levels of division one football at this point. So I'm really, in, and, and even division three, I think it even goes back as far as that. So as far as I'm concerned, the guy is a proven winner and, uh, he has my heart all the way to the end. <laughs> all right. You are fully in the Lance Leipold camp. Absolutely. Um, is it not because I, I texted the, the group on Saturday night after I was watching the Kansas game uh, and said that that guy's a damn oh, good coach? <laughs> I actually know because we we did this. We've we've been talking about him for a while, though, even before, yeah. like well, after after the Northwestern game, I think on, on the sides, we kind of like, well, if this goes sideways, who would you want? And I think his name was one of the first ones that, that got brought up. And just looking at everything right now, I he's the one that I like the most. <clears throat> No, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, I think, again, from a likelihood, he's definitely going to be on the, uh, a short list, I think. All right. Am I up next, Rob? Yes. This is this is tricky. Um, I think I've got lots of good options here. I could go with uh, the home run hire of, of Urban Meyer. I could go with maybe a more likely choice with Bill O'Brien, Matt Rule, or Matt Campbell. Um I think the most likely of those. You're on the clock, Dave. Is... Yeah, I know. Come on, Dave. You follow your own rules, buddy. <laughs> you can time me. Count me down. Four, um, three, two, one. <laughs> are we got a listener here, Dave. Yeah, yeah I, I will go with uh, uh, Matt Campbell. Okay. That's a great pick. I like him. He would have been my second choice. I do. All right. I like him a lot. And uh, Rob, why don't you break out your auto drafter and who is uh, Honky's? Uh... Yeah, randomizer between Urban Meyer. Oh, oh I just got a text from Honky. He said Urban Meyer. All right, he was always all a right. Fan, Honky so. gets Urban Meyer. Right. He might, he might win off of that. And would yeah, he, yeah. Might. he might. It'd be interesting if he did. So, all right. yeah. It would be. That's the one name that we might hear sooner than later if it actually would come. Oh, God. come through. Well, it's guaranteed that he's not coming here, so he's definitely coming here. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, in in true draft fashion, I believe this is a snaking order, correct? So honky will go so, again. Yep. 
Honky would go again, and um, let's see what do what do we? We'll give we'll give Honky Dave Aranda. Ooh, Dave Aranda. He's been a popular choice among a lot of the fan base. I've noticed. At least Absolutely. Online, so. All right. All right. Now I'm excited because the snaking draft. Now I get get a, the pick of from the rest of us here, and uh, I think I just saw someone post that they uh, think Bill O'Brien's the guy. I do think he's a very legitimate candidate here. Uh, he did great work at Penn State in those two years in very difficult circumstances, far more difficult than ours probably. Um, I'm taking Bill O'Brien. That's an interesting one. Rob and I were arguing about him over or beforehand. Hey, we weren't really arguing. We were just kind of discussing yeah discussing him it's just he gets a lot of love but he's just got such a limited resume in college we weren't sure what to make of that and it was like you said david it was, was in very weird circumstances i mean it was a short <sighs> stint a two yeah, years short stint and year two wasn't super successful but you know i i mean are we in that weirdest straits like Penn state was i don't well know. i mean the thing is that i mean he wasn't even that i mean opposed to urban meyer's Jacksonville season when we went two and eleven, or keep in mind that like Nick Saban went fifteen and seventeen as the Dolphins head coach. Bill O'Brien had some winning seasons with the Texans, um, but he didn't manage the roster very well. Um, but I mean, that's I mean that's he was coach and GM, right? And maybe that wasn't the right idea. So I feel like um, O'Brien with the right right staff around him, um, and he knows the Big Ten lay of the land. Uh, could be successful here. And right. hey, knows, enough. knows the Saban process, right? Well, that's true, or at least a little bit of it. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. Rob. Well, you know, it's leave it to me to, to just say let's let's just go ahead and poach from from another program that, that we just, you know, think that we can just poach from because we're Nebraska and think we can get anybody we want whenever we want. Um and you know, hey, why not? Why not put Greg Schiano on there? I mean, what he's doing over there at Rutgers is absolutely Greg I'm Schiano. So, yeah, a deep cut by Rob. Yeah, well, he's established, and I got to stick with my. I got to stick with like my. But he's a know, New Jersey guy. He, he, hey, man, I know. I'm going to talk to him. Hey, it wasn't Danny me though. I'm going to be Dan like, so, uh, Greg, yo, you want to go out and catch a slice? We'll grab a beer, and maybe we can like sit down and talk about the coach in Nebraska. How do you feel about that, eh? Like no. uh, he has a vast network of uh, connections there in the New Jersey high school ranks and why he did so well in New Jersey the first time was uh, that kind of, um, you know, uh, established connections with the, the New Jersey high school ranks. So um, I, I don't know, but sure. I mean, it's your pick. So you, know you, what, you get Greg Shiano. It's called fantasy draft. Dave. Well, again, yeah. the goal, Rob, is well. To I'm win. already going to win with my pick, so it doesn't matter. The first pick is okay. I'm already going to win. So from here on out, it's for shits and giggles. Part Boomer. Of <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, well, let's try to keep things moving here. People that I think are legitimate possible candidates. This is one I think might get some views. I don't know if he'll come here, but I kind of want to get him on my roster. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, that Washington head coach. He's nice. kind of, I think, opened some eyes here, I think, lately, you know, with what he did at Fresno and what he's he's turned Washington around pretty quickly. I mean, they pretty well pounded Sparty the other day. Yeah. Good grief. So I think he'd be an, a possible option. You know, you could get him away from Washington, I think, and 
why the heck not? Yeah. So. All right. All right. Kalen DeBoer. All right. It's a name a little bit off the radar. All right. Uh, Boomer. Uh, oh, I get to go again, don't sling, I? Yeah. Sling yeah. Back yeah. All right. Let's hear it for Snake Drifts. All right. Um, gosh, what else do I need here? Yeah, NFL. I'm going to skip for now. Well, let's go with. I don't know if we'll pry him out of there, but how about Luke Fickle out of Cincinnati? He'd be another guy I'd there like to go. see here. I don't know if he'll come here. I think he's holding on for Ohio State, but we might be able to talk him into the Big Ten. So, All right. Luke Fickle is off the board. All right. All right. We still have a couple number ones. I I, I didn't really work that hard on this ranking, so you don't really need to, to buy into them. But Matt Rule and Kyle Winningham still on the board there. And, uh, Rob, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to, you know what? Prime time. Put them on the board. There you go. There. Man, interesting <laughs> choice. There we go. Yeah. All right. Neon Dion. Was I supposed um, to take this seriously? I, I try great to things. At, yeah. Hey, hey, you don't want to win. It's fine, man. Um, Arizona Our, State could be something that's going to go after Dion. I could see that. They, as that you know what? He, he'll end up there. That's actually, and real realistically, with no joking around, I really do think that Dion ends up at Arizona State. I think that's the perfect environment for him as far as recruiting goes. Uh, you know, just basically like his lifestyle, where he lives, it's going to be the Pac-12, a flashy offense. I, I think it, it it's perfect fit for for Dion. It, it would be. It would be a lot of fun. I, yeah. He might just stay at Jackson State. I mean, he, he went there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the NIL the stuff that he's team. built there is actually really impressive. They're like one of the top mm-hmm. twenty NIL schools right now, which is crazy. But I also think Arizona State has just so much more potential, and he would. I mean, sure. when it all I mean, is said and done, the guy has an ego the size of Texas. You know. And yeah, you know, and, and I mean, look at the guy like moved teams just to win Super Bowls and they won Super Bowls (laughs) when you move teams. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's just Arizona state seems like a great fit and he's going to rule the PAC 12 for years to come with UCLA and USC leaving and, and, but you've taken him in this draft. Is that right? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Is it my turn, Rob? Yep. It is. It is. Oh my goodness. Um, well, uh, I am actually trying to win this draft, opposed to Rob. Um, so <laughs> I already won it, though, Dave. I already got the coach. So um, I will take uh, Matt Rule, who I think is a legitimate option as uh, he's 0-2 at Carolina. Um, did a great rebuilding job at Temple and Baylor. Dave Aran has benefited from some of the, the roster that he built there. I, I think he could be a, a good option. One drawback for rule that I saw is that when he's at Baylor, he never beat a ranked team. A little concerned about that. I'll be honest with you. Um, well, Dave, I'd be I, happy I beating Sunbelt teams at the moment. So yeah, I was gonna say, I'd, be, I'd be happy beating any yeah. team. At this That's true. That's true. But uh, I have heard that a lot of, a lot of people think that he's a really good talent evaluator. Um, and so it's not just, you know, just the star system. He feels like they, they can, can make a difference there so um yeah i'll go with that rule all right and uh we're on to honky now who do we got all right well you know honky is a man of great character um while he is a great character as well um (laughs) so you know what i'm gonna go ahead and pick hugh freeze for him (laughs) i thought it was a uh, algorithm picking these for him yeah or is that your middle name there the algorithm is my middle name. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So who, um, who, who I, I missed that, Rob. Who'd you give? What? Hugh Freeze. 
Hugh Freeze. Yeah, Manicare. <laughs> he's not even on the list, is he? He was on your list. Look at number list. 11. He's there. He's number 11 on the group yeah. of five coaches. Get him right below primetime, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, Hugh Freeze. Yeah, all right. Well, he I, wins I wherever he goes. I'm going with Craig Bowl myself, but that's... Yes. Well, he can. He he. It's a staking draft. He gets to That's go true. again. Yeah. So, to get him next. Boomer, yeah. would you like to take Craig Bull Bull for Honky here in this round? Actually, actually, him. I've got another one for Honky. Or Jeff Honky, I think, would be his other choice. I, I I do. I've I've got a whole list for Honky, so don't you worry about it. Like <laughs> I've already gone through and done this for you guys. So let me do the work for well, you. All right. Because well, I you think know, Craig Bull's a good option for Honky. I, you know really what? Like it, it might be, but but I already have Zach Taylor because you know what? The pure drop back scheme, like, can't wait. You know? to Zach yeah. Taylor. All right, so that's yeah. that's Honky's NFL pick. That's Honky's NFL pick. He can't wait. And it, right. It's going to be All fantastic. Right. So let's you know? let's pause here and recap just a little bit here. So uh, we've got uh, two of the NFL coaches off the board: Matt Rule and Zach Taylor. I've got Matt Rule. Honky's got Zach Taylor um, off the established Power Five coaching list. Uh, Matt Campbell's come off the board. Greg Schiano has come off the board. Yep. No one else though. That's very yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, it's a strange. This yeah, would be the I most desirable. Yeah, yeah. New power coach uh, list there. Dave Aranda has been off the board. Lance Leipold. Oh, you just wait till Nikki I start Joseph. picking again, Dave. All right. And Kalen DeBoer. All off. All right. Um, group of five or below. Luke, Luke Fickle has come off the board. Uh, Craig Bull. No, no. Craig Bull is still alive. Redcast Rob vetoed. Boomer's choice. Uh, Dion Sanders is off the board, and Hugh Freeze is off. Yeah, choice by hockey, but I guess we'll go with it. Yep. Uh, off the top assistance list, Bill O'Brien is off, and with TV analysts, uh, only Urban Meyer, I believe. Is that right? Correct. Yep. All right. So hockey gets uh, another pick here. No, I just uh, did two picks for him, didn't I? Oh, he did Zach you? Taylor. He just picked Zach Taylor. And who? And who? Who did he take before Zach? Hugh Freeze. Um, Hugh Freeze. Oh, all right. Okay, so I get to go. That's yeah, nice. it's your turn, Dave. All right. All right. Um, this is getting interesting now. And compelling for our listeners. Yeah. yeah, I sure hope so. We're having fun with it. Uh, are we getting any good comments in, Rob? Um, you know, need that's more. a great question. I just haven't really been paying attention. Um, I, I got uh, Prime will go to Auburn, coach against OL at Nick every year. Okay, old Nick every year. Save be clearly, Rob. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just reading these out loud. I apologize. I Tell you what. While you read internally, I will I will take a pick and say uh, Kyle Whittingham. Bit of a long shot, but I would really like that pick. I, know, I think he's 62, but if um, if you could prime away from Utah, I think he's got a lot left in the tank. Been there for a long time. He was actually um, Urban Meyer's assistant there and took over and has done a lot with a little. The physical game. He likes the the mobile quarterback. I think Honky would like that. Um, I, I I think you'd be a hell of a hell of a selection. Um, so I'm taking Kyle Whittingham. Cool. Well, it's my pick now, and you know one of the things that I noticed in the off season and even in the season, especially after that Northwestern win. A lot of Big Ten coaches really did not like Frost. And some of them, I think, would love to just be able to come here and stick it to him and just be like, see, dude, it's not that hard. You just suck. I think that's kind of like what they're trying to say. So I'm going to take Pat Fitzgerald. Ooh. Now you realize that he did not, not actually say the quote that was attributed to I, him. Hey, look, Dave, just let me live my life, okay? <laughs> 
Yeah, I try I mean, to do that. Somebody will yeah. probably on a Northwestern. Yeah. Man, that's that's interesting. Yeah. But uh, okay. All right. So my pick now. Yeah. I guess we're up. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I need a couple of established Power Five coaches. Let's see who's still on the board there. I don't know if you'll get, uh, you know, Coach Butthead out of Illinois with Bielema. P.J. Fleck <laughs> would just be – P.J. Fleck coming here would be entertaining just to see the cognitive dissonance of everyone. I think he's a good coach, but I don't know if, how the fan base would take him here. But it would be entertaining yeah. at least, so there would be some good podcast material out of it. <laughs> you know, Boomer, um, if they tire P.J. Fleck, I will shave my head and shine it. <laughs> Right, like the bowling ball. You can write, you can write that down because I will. Be, I will. Yeah. I will literally do it. I almost yeah, the best right. way I've approach, heard. But I just, I, I don't know how people would take it. So, um, so I, I'll take an established Power Five coach. I haven't heard his name come up a lot in conversation, but Dave Doran from NC State, I think, is a dark horse there for me. That's so. a good pick. Yeah. There's a group of Daves down there, Dave Kloss and Dave Doran. And, There's a lot of Daves. Daves yeah, these are the Daves we know, and I think he's a pretty, pretty solid choice. He's done. Pretty good, pretty well at NC State. I think you probably plateaued what you can do with that school. Midwestern and, guy. Yep, yep. He's got some yep. Big Ten experience. I think he'd be a decent pick. He's not not sexy really, but I think he'd do pretty well here. So, I agree. I agree. Good pick. All right, Boomer, you're, you're back oh, again. Again, that's so how how handy these snake drafts are. Let's see. Where do I need to pick it? Eh, sitting on a year, I need a TV analyst. I'm surprised this guy Ooh. doesn't have a gig yet. Give me Tom Herman. I don't know if he's going to come up for this, but I got to pick someone in that category. So it's, give me him. I think he'd be all right, too. I'm surprised I haven't heard more Tom Herman, but maybe it's because he's too close in similarities to, to Frost. Um, Could be, but, you know, he's had success at schools. I mean, he was fine yeah. at Houston. He was good at Texas. It's just they ran him out because yeah. I don't know what, what their reason was, but they just weren't patient enough. And Yep. I, I yeah I don't know what their their issue is with him and I'm kind of surprised he just isn't doesn't maybe he doesn't want one maybe he's happy doing what he's doing at the moment but yeah I think he'd be a nice pick so yeah agreed all right Rob let's get another crazy pick out there does, does uh, anyone know what Bill Callahan's up to these days? oh wait never mind <laughs> <laughs> I'm just this be the best offensive line coach of all time Rob that's all. <laughs> not a good um, head coach. We yeah, can kind of use I, that, though, well, right What now. do I need? What do I need here? I've got established Power 5 coach, right? Do I have two of those already in there? Um, you know what? I've got one that's yeah, not on the board, and I've actually seen a few people on different message boards and on Twitter, like, bring them up. And and I kind of like the idea only because of um, the conservative offense that he runs, but a lot of running on the ball, and that would be John yep. Gruden. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Uh, that's great. That's uh, John Gruden. That's that's the comic value you're brought onto the show to provide, Rob. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's not doing anything right now, and you know he. No, no, he's, he's yeah, and, free. And I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure that Nebraska could limit his email access. So let's let's go with Gruden. Uh, yeah, yeah. If there's somebody even more toxic, uh, than well, uh, I've already, I'm already gonna win. They're gonna hire Leipold, so I, I could, it doesn't matter who I pick from here on out. I just, I can <laughs> I say that enough? Uh, all right, all right. So, is it my turn? Is that right? Yes, Let's yes, see here. Yes. All right, so I, I have a, a top assistant already. I've got, 
my established Power 5 coach in Kyle Whittingham, NFL coach Matt Rule. Decisions, decisions, decisions here. Hmm. Just, just go with your gut, Dave. Don't put too much thought into it. You know, I'm going to throw a name out that I don't think will get chosen, but I think actually is a really good coach, and he's proven it multiple times. And that is Blake Anderson, the Utah State coach. I know mm-hmm. that's a little bit off the, off the radar. I've not heard his name too often. He was at Arkansas State, and just all he did there was win. And then, um, you know, had some some you know personal challenges there. He lost his wife to cancer. I wanted to change the scenery, went out to Utah State, wins right away. Like, no questions asked. He is a program builder, and uh, and it seems like he, he he can develop kids, play above and beyond uh, their, their level. Blake Anderson. All right, interesting choice. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that come up much, but I like that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and it's Hunky's pick right now, right? Correct. Yep. So he's I'm got, like, he's I'm going down the two. list, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure. Yeah, he's got two, and I'm trying to figure out like he needs like a couple of different categories. So I think like sitting out a year is one category he still needs, right? Correct. Well, hockey's yep. all about like Husker power, right? Like Husker power, and 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 he does mm-hmm. like you know the speed aspect of the game. Obviously, in today's game, you gotta. Let's go with Mark. Helfrick? Is that Isaiah Helfrich? Mark Helfrich. There you go. <laughs> you would cause a riot in Mark Helfrich. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Yeah. That's know, what he gets for not being like on the it. show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I put him and Houston Nutt on there just for the fun of it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, not he made some good lists. We all know that Houston Nutt, you know, he has, an, he has another He has another pick, and because um, it's, it is honky, and I just know him so well, like the back of my hand, him and I spend so much time talking to each other on a daily basis. Um, I'm going to put PJ Fleck on his list because <laughs> I know right. PJ, because you don't want to know why, because of what I just said before this, which is that um, I will shave my head and shine it. If PJ Fleck is, is hired, it doesn't, he doesn't even have to be on my list. So I'm putting PJ Fleck on hockey's list um, because let, let's be honest, Husker fans are just looking for someone to make them dream again. <laughs> that's fair yeah all right all right yeah sounds good you know row that row that you know corn husker however it is we want to pj fleck is off the board all right so um on our anvil coaches category matt rule zach taylor off um on the power five coaches whittingham's gone campbell's gone fitzgerald uh pj fleck shiano and dave doran is gone New Power 5 coaches, Aranda, Leipold, Joseph, Kalen DeBoer. I wish you had a way to like cross these off as we were doing it on yeah, the I know. We're gonna, if, I, if I knew how to do that, I would, Rob. Yeah. Off the group of five, Luke Fickle is gone. Blake Anderson's gone. Uh, Dion Sanders is gone. New Freeze is gone. Yeah, if we hired um, New Freeze, I don't even know how to react. I'd... I mean, then with top assistance, Bill O'Brien has been taken, and I think that's it. Is that right, guys? Yeah, that's yeah. off of the top assistance. Oh, was it? Was Will Muschamp taken? I thought you took. No, him. no, no one's. No, Evans no. Evans, no, Dave says. <laughs> I I struggle to put him on the board. I'm like, I I'll just throw him up there because he's been so many places. And then with TV analysts or sitting out, Urban Meyer, Tom Herman, 
and Mark Helfrick is off. Is that right? And John Gruden, if you want to count him. John oh Gruden, yeah, and John yeah. Gruden, a new name. John Thanks, Gruden Rob. Off. Yes, you're welcome. All right, is it uh, is it my turn? Is that right? Yes. All right, I have not taken a uh, a TV analyst yet, so I'm going to go with Dan Mullen. I think I don't think he has a strong candidacy. I, I was a, a big Mullen advocate early in the last coaching search before it was apparent yep. that Scott Frost was was going to be available, and and I think you know he's another. It's amazing how many of the guys are actually have been on urban Meyer staffs. I mean, Dan Nolan was his OC and quarterback guy at Florida. Um, and then has a proven track record uh, at Mississippi state, a much more difficult place to, to coach uh, than, yes. than Nebraska. And uh, he didn't do great at Florida, but I mean, mainly because they don't think he was recruiting well enough with NIL and a, a staff around him. I think he could, and he, he's really good at quarterbacks. Um, I'll take Dan Mullen. Good pick, Dave. I like that one. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. Alumni Hall, they just opened up a sweet new shop in downtown Lincoln. I believe it took over one of the other shops. What shop was that, Honky? It was Husker headquarters. They also have one at Hus- 56 and um, Highway 2. So yeah. there's two locations in Lincoln now. And Yeah, and they just they just opened up there. And next time I'm in Lincoln, I'm definitely looking forward to going there and checking out this the store itself. You know, we, we've, we've gone around the Haymarket, checked out a couple stores there. But apparently this one is top notch and and you know number one with all of like the actual licensed you know swag and everything and i got my shirt there too so a little herbie love going on and you know rock and roll uh Mm -hmm. you know again that's alumni hall and you can also check their stuff out alumnihall.com backslash nebraska i think it is and you can see all of the stuff to purchase from them through there because they will send it to you in the mail rob are you all right I am up next, and I'm actually ready for this pick. Are you guys ready for this pick? Well, because my life is one reoccurring nightmare, and also because a guy by the name of the Tampon Vampire thinks I should pick him, I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin. (laughs) Oh, dear God. Who else on this list was born in Lincoln, Nebraska? That's a good point. I'm telling you, dude, my life is one reoccurring nightmare. Why wouldn't Lane Kiffin come back to haunt me after Bill Callahan did the same thing? You know, I'm just so, saying, and I mean, Lane if, if I can't if I can't take more people with Raiders connections in this draft, I might have to just walk away from what I have already. But he has Nebraska connections, and who else on this list has that, right? So, um, all right, Lane Griffin. I you never know. All yeah. right. Well, to keep things moving and to kind of fill my the vampire, out. the tampon vampire wants Kiffin with no strings attached. <laughs> That's enough, Rob. Today yeah. <laughs> We apologize to anyone listening to the show tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, that's what happens. That's what happens. I don't I know if he's going to be a serious candidate, but I know his name's popped up enough and he knows the Big Ten. Give me Jim Leonard, the DC out of Wisconsin. So, very good, Boomer. Very good. Fine shot. choice there. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more round, guys, and then we'll uh, close up uh, the draft for uh, the show, and then we'll uh, we'll continue. We'll take it to, our, yeah, we'll have to take it to. So you we'll know, end uh, with Honky, and then we'll start with Honky next channel, time, and we'll pick it up there. Yes, know, I, that, right we'll here. end with Honky, and then start with Honky next time. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So Perfect. I need another pick right away here. Let's see. Uh, gosh, um, another group of five coach. I need two of those. Give me Jamie Chadwell out of Coastal Carolina. I think he's better suited to an SEC program, but. He hasn't gotten one yet, which is kind of odd. And you know, he's got a Nebraska connection with prior coach there. You know, he's been 
kind of pushing, pitching him a little bit. I think yeah, he'll at least get a look. So, yeah. and he seems to have kind of that an offense figured out. I don't know if he's too frost-like. That might put some people off, but yeah. I think he's had more years of success at Coastal Carolina that I think could translate and here. His, so. his OC is named Willie Corn, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you got to bring that along. I mean, it's it's a match made in heaven. So, yep. But there we go. That'll that'll end my first day of draft. So, all right, uh, is that, Rob. Is that both years? I'm going to go with Bob Stoops because it'll finally get us over the hump with OU. It's not the Stoops I would have picked, but I like it. So, yeah, yeah it seems seems like Bob is quite happily and, retired. And that's, or that's two TV analysts of that, that I have on there too, right? So, that's okay because you get three flex picks. So okay. if okay, now you may not want to. Below your other flex picks on analysts, hey, I you, just want to make sure because eventually our next you, graphic needs to show everyone we've picked to this point, and then how many picks we have in each area left. So, yep, yep, yep. Well, um, we'll do that. We will do okay, that. Okay, thank you. I just because yeah, we've got a graphics guy. Right? I'm off the yeah. wagon, Dave. So you'll have to excuse me. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, what happens when hockey leaves the show for a while. You know, we just we get the uncensored redcast rod. I told, you know? I told Boomer that this team may literally made me drink again i i started drinking again with you guys at the georgia southern game and you know i've, I've indulged a little bit since then and and tonight i decided you know what i'm gonna throw in a little bit of wiley roots from Greeley, colorado here and and have myself a nice little milkshake ipa all right all right all right well let's uh, let's finish this up yeah let's um, do it we got two picks left and um we got i think two two interesting choices here i'm debating between the unlikelihood of the established Mike Gundy um, leaving Oklahoma State, but the stability of of uh, the Big Ten could be alluring, and he, he can't get over the hump there, so why not, especially when Oklahoma's leaving? Or go with uh, Chris Kleiman, who, um, you know, he, they did lose the last week, uh, but he, he seems to have K-State on the right track, and um, and obviously he was a winner at North Dakota State. Um Tough call here. I'm going to go with Chris Kleiman because I think he's just more likely. Fair analysis. I like it. All right, Rob, what's the algorithm end with a uh, hockey stick? Well, I mean, we've already sent one empty plane in his direction once, and maybe this time we can just bring him home. So uh, I'm going to say Houston nut. That's why yeah, I put him on the list. I'm a big nut fan, so yeah. That's, that's <laughs> hockey loves nuts. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Uh, what a, still what a shambles the shows become. Right. You know what? And we still have 14 people watching, so let's let's give. I don't know how. I think I think tonight too with the with the betcast, which which we're going to move on here as soon as uh, you know Dave makes the call. Um, I'm making you know, the call, Rob. Are you are you making the call? Okay, you guys. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Everybody involved. Uh, make the call. Are, are, are All right. So. Go? All right, we will wrap up the uh, the draft for this week. We'll recap this, I'm sure, on social media and other things, and we'll pick it up either next week or some other show. We have plenty of time. Maybe we'll only do one or two rounds um, from here on out and build out our rosters um, and hopefully get uh, the right coach out of, of one of our 48 selections. Cool. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, the BetCast, Rob. All right. The BetCast Picks of the Week. All right. Well, it was not a great week for the Go Big BetCast. Um, I I will say that it's always challenging to choose your favorite bet 
Um, as I, I think I mentioned in the intro, I had a really nice week of betting. I think I went eight and three. Um, that's, you know, you're up four or five units. I, I, I had a really nice week. Um, but I, for some reason, took BYU at plus three and a half at Oregon, as did many experts. I mean, on so many of the, the podcasts and websites, love BYU at that number. Uh, did not happen. Oregon dominated them, which is pretty surprising. Um, but it, it did happen. Rob, I, you know, you almost won that. I I'm watching I almost, that game. I, I, I oh, my God. I would have been so insufferable today. If, if so Rob has Notre Dame minus 11 versus Cal. They don't look like they're going to cover the entire time. They almost look like they're going to lose. And then they get a scoop and score that they take in and to, to go up um, by by two touchdowns. It gets called back. Yeah. And um, and uh, and they do not cover that uh, eleven. So uh, Rob has the first loss of the year. Is that I right, do. Rob? I am three and one now. Three and one. Right, Boomer. I, I like the bold pick with Mississippi State uh, being favored at uh, Death Valley versus LSU. Uh, did not happen. The Bayou Bengals win thirty-one sixteen. Yeah, that um, was frustrating. It Mississippi State had opportunity after opportunity. They didn't cash it in, and then just. By that fourth quarter, it then somehow just totally got away from him at that point. LSU is tough at home all the time. Man. They are, but I thought yeah. Brian Kelly sucks, and yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, fair enough. Did he dance uh, after the win? That's what I want to know. Producer Skip got off the snide with a, a really wise pick, Washington State minus nine and a half, um, first half versus uh, CSU. Uh, and uh, they were up 28 to nil versus the Rams. CSU is so bad. This producer year. Skip predicting <laughs> against his team. I took yeah. that bet. I mean, Northern... I, I've usually been been riding with you guys and, and taking it. Boomer, I just didn't hear anybody talk about Mississippi State LSU, so I avoided it. And Rob, I just didn't. Dude. Didn't Northern Colorado was the only Colorado-based team in Division One football to win this weekend, and it took Northern Colorado an interception in the last minute of the game, up 21-14, to win that game and against Lamar out of Texas. And I don't even yeah. know where yeah. in Texas Lamar is. But, it's down by Houston. Yeah, I mean, um, football in Colorado is in shambles right now, regardless of who you root for. It's sad. I, I, I don't even think mine's is as good. Is, is very uh, good well, as yeah, obviously, um, I, I, I did take Minnesota to cover versus Colorado. Well, yeah. And that was easy. I actually put a second bet down on that one, won two of them off of that. Um, I, I followed with Skip and, and won this bet. So, yes, um, Colorado – uh, football is is not good right now across the entire state. Although Air Force, I think, will bounce back this week. They, they are yeah. um, against Nevada, and uh, I think that's minus twenty four, if I'm not mistaken. Boomer, correct. And yeah. um, I, I might take that one. I think Nevada yeah, Nevada's is bad. Yeah, I was not I was good. really surprised actually that Wyoming put up the showing against Air Force that they did because I mean Wyoming was at home, but Wyoming's not a very good team. But Air Force. I still don't understand that game. I even watched some of it and I'm like, this is not the Wyoming team that passed for like 46 yards in the first game of the season. Like what, what's going on here? Like it was, well, it was weird. That's, that's how Wyoming does that. A, I mean, conference play makes a difference. Yes. Uh, Altitude. But, Never forget that. Day. Yeah. But air, air forces is, is in Colorado. Yeah. In Colorado we Springs. Have, they are, they're at yeah. altitude. So I would say it was the Craig Bowl strategy there. He just mucked up that game. And they're Air right? Force. They fly to, planes, for Christ's sake. I'm just, I'm just he was able to, taking hockey's role here. Oh, okay. about altitude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm altitude, yes. Okay. Just just make it ugly, essentially. 
and um, they were successful at it. So um, anyway, we don't have a Nebraska game to bet at all this week. Um, and I'm not too crazy about the slate, but I'll throw it to Boomer. Do, do you have anything on your board right now that you're looking yeah, at? Yeah, I'm kind of keeping an eyeball on right now is uh, Minnesota and Michigan State. Right now, um, you can get that anywhere from about Gophers minus two and a half to three, somewhere around there. I don't mm-hmm. think Sparty's that good. I mean, they kind of got exposed at, at Washington there. Their secondary is terrible. They have some very serious issues there. I'm, I'm not sure how to read Minnesota. I mean, the, the three teams they played were just god-awful, but they did what a team should do against three god-awful teams and beat the crap out of them. I mean, they lost Chris Ottman Bell for the season, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, he's out for the year with a knee injury, but – that seems to be the Gophers, you know, mantra the last few years is they lose 85 players to injury they and somehow do. still win games. I don't know yep. how they do that with a roster of like 109, but somehow they manage to to have depth enough to to overcome that sort of stuff. So I, that might be a game I, I might put a little Gopher action on. They, they could win that by three or four points pretty easily, I think, because you might, you know, Sparty might be in a little disarray after a disappointing loss. Where is that at, Boomer? I think it's at Michigan State. It's at Michigan State. Yeah, so no altitude won't play a big role, Dave. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to watch. Maybe Lake level and a half. I might take the Gophers at that. That way, you, you know, field goal wins that for you, and you're in pretty good shape. Well, maybe for that. Minnesota will be staying at the hotel that or motel that Honky booked when you guys made your trip to Michigan. Well, that was State condemned could... by the EPA and several international organizations, Dave. I, I think they, I think the, the military uses it yeah. for like exercises in like, you know, third world countries. <laughs> yeah. And by all right, Rob, what's on your board, man? Um, Rob, I, what do you got? I, the one that's really sticking out to me right now, Dave, and, and, and I can't figure out why it's low in my opinion is Maryland at Michigan. Both teams are three and O. All right. They're moving into big 10 play here. And Michigan is only a 16 and a half point favorite. And I mean, I don't, I've watched Maryland play. I mean, they're sure they're, they're a big 10 team. They're somewhat, I guess, exciting to watch a little bit, but Michigan is like the, they're number four in the country right now. It's only 16 and a half point, you know, spread at this point. So, if that you want to get I'll, it, now's the time to get it. Under yeah, because I feel like it's probably, I feel like it's probably going to move up to closer to like twenty one or twenty two by Saturday. It won't get that so. big. You don't think so? No, it, it'll move above seventeen. It started at fifteen and a half. If it was going to yeah. move that much, it already would have moved. Well, I just feel like, well, it's only Tuesday, and I, I kind of feel like last week, for example, we saw a couple of lines that moved quite a bit, and I mean, you get it this low, everyone starts putting money on it. They're going to want to move it up high enough to where people might start betting Maryland not to, you know, to at least cover. Right. So, I mean, I just, yeah. that's an interesting one to me. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would, if I was going to bet now, that game, I would probably look at the over because I, Oh do yeah. Think the over 65 and a half. Finally. You know? Yeah. 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 So that, that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I've already made a bet on um, a, I think uh, a lock of the week. Um, I don't know where the number is going to be on Thursday, but I got, uh, UCLA to, to cover 20 and a half versus Colorado. Oh. Um, I was like, is that a first half touchdown? Is that a first half cover? The, <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, I think Chip Kelly will be able to, to score plenty versus Colorado. Colorado's offense. I can't wait to see the letter CU's uh, AD right after that loss. Punch its yeah, way out of the bag. Colorado. Yeah. They've, they've got um, some problems. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got that one. You know, one that's been interesting and been moving around a little bit is uh, Florida, Tennessee. And yes, uh, this is one that I, I saw and I was like, it's uh, I think it opened up around nine, nine and a half. It's gone up to 11 and it's back down to 10, I think right now. Um, boy, I don't know. Boomer. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of that here. Florida struggled the last couple of weeks, and I, I don't know if yeah. I'm ready to get anything to that one yet. So I'm kind of, I'll keep an eye on it though. Is that, is and, that the cocktail the party that, one, or is that that uh, I'm intrigued with? Is Iowa Rutgers just for that over under? I think it's like a power five record, thirty five, thirty four and a half. Oh, it was thirty four and a half at one point. It's up to thirty five at the moment, but yeah, that's. Good lord, that's just that's setting offenses back a couple centuries at this point before they even like allowed touchdowns. But is that a power five record for how, how yeah, it was it? earlier? Yeah, I saw that according um, to producer Skip. It was, yeah, amazing. That is so great, that's yeah. that's a pretty low total. I mean, but that's the kind yeah. of game you could see ending like 17 to 14 or something like that. Might well be yeah. under that. I, I'm not yeah. ready to commit to it yet, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be what, one I'm watching. What about? Indiana going to Cincinnati. Oh God, Cincinnati's gonna boat race. I, I, I don't know what to make of Indiana yet, so yeah, I don't yeah. trust Indiana. I never have. They're like Purdue in my book. I don't trust them ever. Uh, it's Seventeen right now. Sixteen and a half is on some. It's, I'm seeing sixteen and a half. Okay. Right now. Yeah. But I, I mean, open like, it fifteen and a half. Yeah. On Sunday. I, just God. I don't think I would get too deep into that one. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of Indiana. What so. about Utah going to uh, the Valley of the Sun, taking on uh, Arizona State minus Herm Edwards? Uh, you can get him at 14 and a half right now. Well, if we know anything about teams rallying around their new coach, their interim coaches um, <laughs> going into a big game against a ranked opponent, I would have to say that you should probably take Utah. I and, think that's and, fair. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That would have been I mean, my choice. I'm going to say yeah. Utah wins that one by like 35. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I that might be a good choice this week for for listeners. Yeah. By the way, I would just like to say that that joke was more along the lines of a boomer joke than a Redcast Rob joke, but I just had to get it in there. <laughs> no, so. I, it was perfectly fair. I was going to take it if you weren't, but yep. I, <laughs> how about through that right about, over the plate, kind of a low hanging slider? So whoever wanted to swing at it, it was theirs. So, oh yeah. man, I'd. Still All right, a couple more, and let's get out of here. Yeah, a couple more, and let's get out of here. Kansas versus Duke. Lance oh. Leipold has the Jayhawks seven and a half point favorites. This is the first time they are a favorite against a power five team since 2009, I believe. That is an insane stat, Dave, when you think about it. No. Yes. 2009. I mean, that's. Yes. That's a long time. So Kansas, Kansas has this weird way of like beating a team. I'm, I don't know. I like Kansas in this game. I just do. They're at home, right? Like it's Duke at They're Kansas. at home. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. at Lawrence, and that's oh, an yeah, intimidating they, place to play. I'm taking, right? I'm taking Kansas against Duke all the way. I, I think they'll win by at least three baskets. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, are we talking three pointers, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Duke has Mike Elko, who somehow has got that team to be 3-0. and I don't even have – I mean, that's he, he might be a rising coach before you know it. Yeah. Um, and so – and then uh, another one that I, I think will be interesting just from that coaching search perspective, uh, Baylor and Dave Aranda coming into Iowa uh, State in Ames uh, and Matt Campbell, uh, Cyclones favored by three. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that one too. I don't know what to. I haven't watched Baylor at all this year, so I don't know how they're playing or what they're doing. Well, they're seventeenth so. in the country right now. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a good one, like you said, Dave. I I don't I don't know if I trust Iowa State yet enough to win. That, I mean, but. it's weird because Iowa State's win win over Iowa to me. It like. Like I always pictured, like while Iowa State, State like plays yeah. like tough defense, they, and and they've kind of run heavy right now, right? Like I've always pictured in this like high up tempo offense, like from the past or whatever. But Baylor is kind of that team right now, and I feel like if they can get loose at all against Iowa State, like it it could be another one where I think Baylor, like you know, I mean it's a, only a three. Iowa State's favored by three, but yep, I feel sure. like I would just take Baylor all the way you know, money line of whatever, like I, all I right. Just, digging the bears. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Uh, you know what? Two more, just uh fun ones out there. Um, K state versus Oklahoma. Adrian Martinez gets his crack at Oklahoma oh, God, uh, yeah. in Norman again. Uh, 13. The Sooners are favored by 13. Yeah. That's, that's actually an easy, under that's key a, number there. That's an easily Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. They're going to kill him. Oklahoma is going to be a, I think they're going to be a, uh, in the, in the championship game this year. I do. I think that game will be a good test to see what Mickey Joseph wanted to do in the second half, like slow down it's the K-State game, will try to get it. more possessions, because I think that's what K-State will play. So that'll be a good kind of you know experiment to see if that would have done any made any difference. So, yep, that's fair. That's fair. And then maybe one of the worst games of um, of all time, uh, Hawaii is at New Mexico State. Yeah, sweet mercy. That just sounds awful. Oh my the worst uh, game. Hey, Dave, Dave, I am almost fifty years old. You think I'm gonna stay up that late to watch a football game? Well, I, mean, I know I am, but I mean I can I, I, I can barely stay up to watch it. I can barely stay up to watch on flow sports though, whatever that is. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I'll be done with my blue plate special by then. I mean, all right. So it's you know. All right, guys. Um we'll have our best bets out as usual on I think Friday morning usually. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll hit more than um, what we did last week. Good to see producer Skip get off uh, and finally get a a win there. Maybe we can get a four and a week uh, here coming up. Hey, Redcasters! I know the economy has been tough, and are you looking for a fantastic opportunity to work for a rapidly growing company that also enjoys the benefits earned with having a competitive, stable history of over twenty years? What is FSC Edge, a leading technology innovator serving governmental agencies? expert services helping worldwide patent offices meet strict processing and publishing timelines while delivering exceptional quality and they support some of the world's largest patent offices throughout the united states and europe you can work with fun people with great attitudes learn about patents you're not on the phone you're not customer facing you can dress just like me right now in your husker tank top and your go big red cast hat and you can work in a new environment with over two million dollars in improvements job also comes with excellent benefits. Go check out available jobs today at www.jobsandfsc.com. All right, guys, let's get out of here with some parting shots. And we'll start with uh, Redcast Rob. Well, I would just like to say thanks to all of you that are still here watching us. Because um, quite frankly, I would have turned it off like an hour ago. So you know what? More power to you. Rob, we really don't do say appreciate, that. We really do appreciate you fans. Without you, there is no us. Let's just leave it at that. Um, I would also like to point out that you can currently get two tickets on StubHub to the Kansas-Duke matchup right now for $33 a piece. 
That's actually so. pricey compared to what I couple was it last well, year, hey, Boomer? I am they, going I'm going to the Rutgers game against Nebraska in New Jersey here in a couple yeah, of weeks. I, I got my tickets today. They were eighty dollars a piece. And the only reason that they were so high was because it's parents weekend. So the stadium's actually filling up. Right <laughs> but I still got my tickets are still uh section I think one twenty eight, row thirty one on the forty yard line. So I'm like Well just yeah. just for for reference when Kansas was upsetting Texas last year from a right boomer, is that right? Or was it the Oklahoma game? They almost won. They actually at halftime sent out like an all points bulletin, like just come yes. to the stadium. It's free. Yeah. Just come in here. We're actually competitive. Well, yes. it's, it's like going to a Northern Colorado I, I, I football paid $5 game. For Kansas, Iowa state tickets one time. And that was at the window. So yeah, yeah. just because I wanted <laughs> to watch a game there just for fun. Yeah. So that's great. That's great. Well, I mean, it's like Our, going to a Northern Colorado game though. Boomer, it's like by the second quarter, they're just leaving the gates open and you can walk right in. So, yeah, it's like Husker baseball back in the day. Yeah. Yep. All right, Boomer, your parting shot. Well, I don't have a whole lot to go off of here. I'm not going to pull a hunky over under three and a half uh, parting shots. It's just uh, just one thing that Mickey Joseph said in his press conference today is when it comes to business decisions, don't make them emotionally. And that that yeah. that's a good approach to whether it's the bet cast, don't make an emotional you know, decision there. And same thing when it comes to, you know, who you want to be the head coach of the Huskers yeah, or right. what you want to see going forward. Don't let emotions get in your way. I mean, it. we can do that as fans. It's kind of fun, but don't tie yourself too tightly to one particular person or one particular guy, just because he makes you feel a certain emotion. Just let's, let's make the smart decision as a, as a, as a program and a fan base and hopefully I can see some improvement here in the near future. So. Yeah. Just got to win. Right, that would that help. Sounded, yeah. Why did that sound like a wake? Well, My it Lord. kind of has been lately. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate um, doing the show on a on another rough week, um, and uh, well, hopefully we'll have Honky back here. Uh, before I have one you know more it, shout out though, Dave. Before you say goodbye, right, I, I, w- I do want to give a shout out to your wife, Katie, for making this show happen tonight because if it wasn't if it wasn't for her bringing up to you that like are we even having a show this week i heard you weren't we wouldn't have even made this possible so katie this is two weeks in a row you get a shout out thank you for bringing it up today because because once dave brought it up to the rest of us you know i started putting in the work so thanks katie that's right that's so right. forward all complaints about this show to her is what you're saying yeah. <laughs> yes please <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's good stuff good stuff all right let's get out of here and call that a go big red cast go big red A Huda Media Production.